What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm Jay. And this is Hayden. And together, we are the Robinsons, and you're listening to the Meet the Robs podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome back. So today, we're going to be talking about dating. Um, we're going to kind of share the deeper aspect of dating and um, what we learned and just some things that we kind of realized along the way. So the first thing that um, we want to dive into is what we wanted in a partner, Um, kind of the points that we had in our head. Mm -hmm. Um, So, babe, do you want to start off and share maybe before you really saw, okay, I want a relationship that's godly. Tell us about your relationships prior. Yeah, uh, my relationships prior, um, the requirement, I didn't really have any requirements. I just had, they just needed to please me physically. Um, You know, I was attracted to their physical attractiveness. Um, I was looking for someone that would condone my behavior, someone that wasn't really going to challenge why I was doing certain things. Um, it was like passive. And, yeah. yeah. And then uh, like the status of the relationship I was in, whether that was um, got all the attention uh, that I desired it to or that people said, oh, my gosh, you guys are so cute together. Oh, my gosh, this. It's like that would make me feel validated and yeah. that would make me feel better rather than someone be like, oh, you guys look like you have a healthy relationship. Yeah. So uh, what about you? What are some uh, things that you you had learned? Um, um, I think that for me in because I think the difference that was interesting to navigate too is you never were in a committed relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It was always very open, whatever. Um, and I was in two very serious relationships and I was actually engaged once as well. So Mm -hmm. very serious relationships. Um, and at that point I thought that I, in my mind, I thought that I had, you know, really good list of this is what a man, you know, this is the kind of man I want to be with. But, you know, looking back, I really did not know myself. Mm-hmm. And so I was easily um, manipulated through a relationship and I ended up with abusive people. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, the main requ- main quality that I wanted is I wanted someone to um, kind of exhilarate me on an mm-hmm. adventure. I wanted someone that I could feel alive with and, mm-hmm. you know, that never, th- that didn't go well. Um because in my mind, I had a fantasy of where we would be one day, mm-hmm. how this person could be. And I was caught up in the fantasy of um, where I was living when I met them. Um, either their hobbies that I thought were really interesting and I would fantasize about, you know, mm-hmm. you know how girls can be like painting the whole picture. Without and, actually doing the groundwork. Yeah, without yeah. actually seeing wait, this person is actually not wanting to grow in that direction and there's very serious um, issues right now. So why am I living five years in the future and committing myself to someone who's not going to lead me there? Yeah, um, and that is, and as a woman, for you to have that much um, vision and not the person you're, you're dating shows a lot too. Yeah, you know? but there, and I think that's the thing that I learned is that there's a difference between having a vision with that person and just fantasizing. Yeah. That's that's very good. And it's kind of a difficult line, but at the end of the day, it's knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and actually, am I running away from things? And, um, you know, it, cause in both of those relationships, 
it was, I would keep telling people, you know, it just doesn't feel wrong. It just doesn't feel wrong. But that was lying because there was something way down deep that I, it was like this understanding, this is not going to last. This is going to end. Um, But you were caught up in that fantasy. You wanted to keep keep going because it was exhilarating. Yeah. And it's, it's dangerous because once you have that fantasy, it's such a powerful thing that you're willing to say, okay, well, he's not all these things, but he could be this. Yeah. Okay, well, he treats you like crap, mm-hmm. and he doesn't genuinely love Jesus, so probably is not going to go well. You know that or doesn't prioritize mean, your heart in the correct way. Yeah, and it, where it, you would get the you would the fantasies would come true exactly. And yeah. yeah, so I think that that's that's the danger that I saw was I didn't um, I didn't do the groundwork. I had the fantasy before I even met them. Yeah, um, I knew of them, and I already had drawn out everything. Mm-hmm. So from that point on us you know actually going deeper talking um connecting in that way it just was yeah. just checkpoints not actually things to be intentional on it's mm-hmm. just like cool yep yep sweet mm-hmm. so what do you think the difference was like back then versus now like when you were beginning to establish a relationship with with me what was the where were you at before you did you reevaluate your you know your list or what was the the new choice that you made after you know you broke the engagement off yeah i mean if that's not something that you know opens your eyes of like okay i literally almost committed my life to someone who was not willing to um to serve me and love me and um be that protector for me i think that that was really terrifying because i also saw my freedom as a woman going Hmm. where this person didn't want to partner with me and advance me in my passions and where I want to go, they just want me to tag along with them. With whatever so, they have yeah. in their mind. So maybe, you know, I don't know, but maybe that's what they were thinking too, is I was a part of their fantasy. Mm-hmm. And we both were just... Coasting. It, yeah, just coasting. Mm-hmm. Um, committing when we didn't actually understand the weight of what that commitment meant. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So after that ended, because that was, you know, once I kind of was removed from the situation. I looked at it and I was like, okay, this is this is not what I want. This is not taking me in the direction I want to go. And um, I just kind of sat with the Lord and I had a healing time with him where that was the moment where I was like, okay, going forward, I am going to date on your agenda yeah. and not strive to have my fantasy, not strive to create a picture of what, of what I think is perfect. I'm going to... Um, wait and listen Mm. and be patient. And so my list did change and, you know, I wish I didn't have to go through what I did to be able to learn the lessons, but at the same time, I wouldn't have had those lessons. I don't think so. Um, so the things that I realized is I really valued a man who can be humble Mm -hmm. and someone who can say, Hey, I was wrong about this or, you know what? You're right. I, f- I did fail in that. Yeah. Um, that's extremely valuable. And I think that, you know, before before anything on this list, I needed to become that. And I think that that mm. was the thing yeah. that I learned too was, c- sure, you know, you can have your list of, well, I want him to have this, this, and this, and this, and this. Okay, well, how are you mm. yeah. creating that in yourself? Exactly. To it's bring a reflection. Yes, of, yeah. exactly. That's really good. Because um, then at that point, if you're just expecting that person to be humble, to admit when they're wrong. But you're not willing to do the same. What's yeah, that? then that's hypocritical, and that's that's not going to go good. Yeah. So 
That's humble good. and then open to grow kind of goes along with that. Um, willing to give grace on the areas that I fail, um, yeah. but still wanting to help me and not mm-hmm. just condoning it, being passive, but being able to say, you're actually worth more. I see your potential. Mm-hmm. Um, witty. That's so that has always been there. Someone who can keep up a conversation with me, um, talk about really abstract ideas and you know really difficult topics but also be able to laugh with me um and have those kind of witty jokes Mm because friendship is really important because once you know the things that you connect over either fade away in certain seasons you know like sex if you connect with someone over sex Mm -hmm. you're not going to constantly have sex the rest of your life if you do hats off to you but when you're 60, things are going to slow down. Yeah. Um, or if you have kids together and that's your common ground, that's they're going to move out when they're 18. So what are you doing to actually enrich? I actually enjoy my time with this person mm-hmm. and um, being comfortable enough to try new things with them, mm-hmm. um, going on ad- adventures and yeah. um, kind of doing that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's really good. Yeah, how like about you? That. Um, kind of like after that switch. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. After uh, I realized, like, if I just base my all my relationships on physical attraction or physical pleasure, or um, you know, condoning the behavior I'm doing, and not something that's like willing to challenge me, it it just it's a very destructive relationship because that goes back to what you're saying. It's like there's no accountability, mm-hmm. and she can this person can live her life whatever way she wants. I can live my life whatever way I want, and we're just together because of some arbitrary or it's comfortable yeah it's comfortable safe. and it's safe and no, it's like i don't have to change she doesn't have to change so we're good mm-hmm. and that is like so bizarre because i want someone to challenge me i want someone to call me out when i'm wrong i want someone to be able to um yeah like say if this is what you want i'm gonna hold you accountable f- so you can go get it yeah um so when I like was kind of finished with all of that. I was like, okay, I can't keep basing my relationships on like this shallow ground. Um, You know, I was like, okay, I want someone like, I want someone that is selfless, someone that's encouraging, um, someone that knows themselves has like, has, has opinions and has, you know, like if I ask them a question, they're, you know, they're confident Mm -hmm. in in themselves. Um, And like you said, witty as well. You know, I want someone to be able to hold a conversation, someone to be funny, um, someone I can laugh with because I've never really had that. I've never really been in a, and like, like you said earlier, like my, my relationships were never serious. They were just kind of like flings, but I would never actually truly enjoyed being in their presence. You know, Mm -hmm. it was just like, Oh, you're, it's convenient because you're giving me what I want and I'm giving you what you want. Um, and yeah, when someone's like funny and you actually get along with them, you want to be with them, it changes everything because Mm -hmm. now you have that basis of friendship. And then what friends do is hold each other accountable, Mm -hmm. encourage each other, love each other, admit when they're wrong. And that's like the, that has to be the foundation of a romantic relationship because like you said, that's what's going to, the friendship is is like the glue to all the other relationships in, in it. Um, cause you can have the romantic, you can have the sexual part of it. Um, but if you're just connecting physically, even though that's extremely intimate, um, if you don't have that day to day friendship, then it really is a lot harder to lay that foundation of vulnerability 
And it, it's a mm. lot harder to lay that because I can be entirely intimate with you when we're having sex. But mm. if it's not, oh, when I'm having a bad attitude and yeah. being, um, you know, showing, hey, yeah. this is how you're acting and you're yeah. affecting everything. Yeah. That's a, a much deeper level yeah. of. Um, and it, yeah, it's interesting, though, because you would think that people would guard themselves sexually because that is the most intimate. But mm-hmm. yet they're giving that away so freely, but they're not willing to open up and be friends with people like actually be in genuine connection and relationship with people. It's like, I don't know you. I'm just going to invite you into my, like my soul, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to actually let you get to know me first. It's so backwards. It's so weird. And that's what I was doing for a lot of the time. And that's why I felt so confused. Like my world was upside down and I knew it was, it was wrong. I knew what I was doing wasn't going to give me any joy, any happiness or any, um, long-term satisfaction. It was just immediate, immediate, Mm -hmm. immediate. And, it always faded and I was like, what, what's going on? Like, I don't, and my desire, like I had such a deep desire to be, you know, a boyfriend, to be a husband. Um, and yet I'm, I'm prioritizing, um, this, the stuff that is just destroying me mm-hmm. and making me, uh, making me crave the very thing that I hate, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was like, I, at that point I was like, all right, I, I can't, you know, I can't do that anymore. I, I have to, you know, I took a, like a vow of like, all right, I just got to get to know myself. Cause if I'm not my own friend, like I can't be anyone else's mm-hmm. friend. Good. Well, you know? Yeah. And if you can't be honest with yourself, yeah. you can't be honest exactly. with someone else. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And it, it's hard. It's very hard, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, well, it's one, it's hard to be honest with yourself and say, this yeah. is what I'm really ex- experiencing and going through, but it's also very hard to, to articulate that and explain that to someone where they understand and they're not writing you off as, crazy or whatever something that i remember you telling me about is um because the thing that you hated was men who would take advantage of women yeah um and did you feel like from the experiences that you had that it showed you that you actually did the very same yeah yeah absolutely well that's what i'm saying is like where i mean you know in a you know relationship boyfriend girlfriend in a uh you know a marriage I was telling one of my friends, Justin, yesterday or a couple of days ago, I was like, relationship and marriage is supposed to be a mirror. So mm-hmm. like everything that you're, exp- everything that you're going through, it should, sh- it shouldn't show about them first. It should show you. It's like, they're having yeah. an attitude. What are you doing to, Yeah. what is your reflection? Yeah, How what, are, what are you What responsibility reacting? are you going to take? Because there's two people, it takes two yeah. people to create an argument. So, and when I like, when I was in these relationships that were super destructive, there wasn't that mirror because it wasn't, we weren't actually trying mm-hmm. to challenge each other. But when I got by myself and I was like, okay, what's, what's going on? I'm like, I looked at it and I had to really look at it and it was, it sucked and it was hard because the the one thing that I hated the most was when men would just take advantage of women because they could, and they knew mm-hmm. the vulnerable people. They knew the people that were hurting. They knew the people that needed attention. They needed, they knew the people that needed love and me as that person that, you know, manipulated or, you know, wanted to get what I wanted would be that would be whatever for them. Yeah. And it was just so twisted. And I was so frustrated at myself because I, I hated it. I hated mm. what men did yet. I was being that person because it's like you said, I wasn't willing to, um, the relationships in which I was having weren't, um, weren't challenging me. And that was, that was hard to like, look at I'm like, I'm, I'm like these guys that I hate. Mm. And that was a hard thing, hard pill to swallow. And then that, so that like kind of led me on that journey to, yeah. um, it's kind of interesting to see like 
the gift that God plants in your heart, which your desire, what you've told me is that you really, you want women to be set free from, you know, mm-hmm. what did you say? I forgot just the exact words. Like what your desire for women was. Just for women to understand and know how valuable they yeah. are and how like how much they're worth, you know, because a lot of people don't know how much they're worth. Yeah. I mean, men in general, but women for sure too. Yeah don't know how much they're worth and they're willing to give themselves away mm-hmm. hoping begging pleading for any form of connection or relationship or intimacy that is actually lasting but they they can't find it because they're going to the men that you know will give give what they're looking for but then the men that are wanting it are the very men that want to take advantage of the yeah. vulnerable and I, and I think what the interesting thing is is that was the desire that God placed in your heart but because it wasn't rendered on you know to the Lord saying okay Lord work through this yeah. the enemy used that for for yeah. damage yeah and I mean there was all some my own insecurities too well, that, yeah, that it all totally in. played into yeah. it um and that's the, like that goes back to not being honest with myself you know um yeah. so that was yeah that was very how do you feel difficult. like because after all of that, were you scared to enter into a committed relationship with me? Um, I was in the, in a sense of like, I've never done this before, so I don't know what like to expect, but I wasn't hesitant because I didn't want, um, to be better. Like I knew going into a relationship with you or, I mean, not anyone, but like yeah, going into a relationship with someone that's sure, more with healthy. Anyone. Yeah if they're going to hold me accountable, I'm going to get better. And that's what I, I desired. And I wasn't looking for a relationship to get better. Cause I know I could, could have got better on my own. And I, that's what, that's kind of that journey that I told you I was going on. And then when I met you, it's like, okay, we can both work toward this place of, um, of healthiness together too. Um, and, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't hesitant to get in a relationship. I was just more, um, very cautious Mm. um, because I didn't want to do the same thing that I hated to do. And I said, I wouldn't do um, because I actually desired to form a relationship and a connection with you. And if I just took advantage of you, like I did with all these other women, that would make me feel even worse because this time I'm really actually trying to form a real connection Mm. and relationship with someone that I'm, I see potential in, you know? So, and I think um, for people who are in this phase of life, you know, Either they are talking to someone or they're, you know, hoping that they can start talking to someone or meet someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, too, it. I mean, it's it's extremely important to know yourself and to have an honest, open relationship with the Lord and searching your heart yeah. um, and your intentions. But also um, it is extremely important having someone um, outside of all of it to pour into your life yeah. and be honest with you. And. Yeah. I think that that was something that I saw too was with my last two relationships. I kind of coveted them Mm -hmm. where I already knew that they were bad. I already knew that if I told my sister, she'd be like, hell no. Mm -hmm. Um, And with Jay, when we met, um, that was something that I I knew was going to be very, very important that Mm -hmm. if I could not talk openly and honest Mm -hmm. about this person, this is not going anywhere good. That's actually Um, a really, really good point. Yeah. And I think for you too, in your life, you had a lot of men who saw, you know, your story, your testimony. And with me, it was there, they were very honest with you. Um, and you know, it's kind of, sometimes it's a tough pill because it's like, we're human. So of Mm -hmm. course there's going to be things like 
watch out for this or yeah. be careful with that or yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. um but you would much rather have that honesty from day one mm-hmm. rather than when you are almost going to be marrying this person yeah well that's a i mean like you said being if you can't even talk to someone openly about the relationships you're having, yeah. then it's like you, that's a clear indication that you're coveting mm-hmm. it and it's not healthy. And that was totally what I was doing. Cause I mean, I had a bunch of friends that I was super close with, but they didn't know the type of girls I was talking to. They didn't know the relationships I was mm-hmm. having. It's like, they just, kn- cause I, nothing was serious. It was just like, I was just talking to them, hanging out and I was doing that for years. Yeah. And you know, when they would ask me like I would, but I would, I would ask them and I would, talk to them about wanting a girlfriend and wanting you know to be a husband and they're like yeah dude i believe that i believe that but i was so you're coveting yeah the but, other I, side. but i wasn't yeah. even like well here here's the deal what's going on well, this is why i don't have a girlfriend yet or this is yeah. why uh i'm finding it difficult because i'm yeah. you know doing all this other stuff so what what was um you I know think, what about you well i think too what i wanted to add is what's extremely important though is that person that you can talk to about the person you might get in a relationship with Make sure that they're level-headed. Make sure that they actually are godly people. Mm -hmm. Because, sure, it's going to be easy to talk about Jimmy, who is really Mr. Struggle. and (laughs) But he, you know, it's great that you can talk about him with your friends. And they're like, oh, my gosh, he's so sweet. He's so that. He's so that. Because that was something I did. I only talked to specific people that I knew wouldn't challenge me. Mm -hmm. And they could totally play into all my feels of yeah oh my gosh isn't that so cool yeah like mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. um yeah, so that, yeah so I if you don't too. yeah so if you don't have someone in your life who can actually say you're messing up yeah, what are you doing get someone in your life that can say that exactly um what about you was it hard for you to um like date me with like your previous you know this type of stuff that you were dealing with previously in your other relationships I think that, um, I think right when we met, I was in a very good place where I didn't, I just had, I, cause it was like after ending the engagement, the Lord healed my heart extremely quick. Cause it was just, I'm the kind of person that if I feel it's from God, all right, I'm on that path. Um, but I just kind of made an honest choice where I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to work on myself and find out who I am and if I ever meet someone in the next year sure if not that's fine Mm -hmm. um so when I met you I felt really confident and I felt um you know I I didn't feel like I was entirely affected yet from my previous relationships um the things I did start to feel came out kind of you know what would be called baggage was when we started to be more vulnerable with each other Mm -hmm. where um kind of my instincts to protect myself because, okay, is this man going to actually protect me? Is he kind of taking into consideration, consideration my passions? Mm-hmm. Um, or is he just like the last guy? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that was something that I realized was I was being very vulnerable, um, but I was still kind of holding in a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. I was still sharing everything, but there was still – it's almost like you share it, then you kind of like wait to be struck a little bit. Like you're saying mm-hmm. it, and then okay, I'm actually how are they gonna respond? Yeah, how are they gonna yeah. respond? Am I gonna be um, protected? Yeah. Uh, so I could see how I felt really 
I was figuring myself out too. I mean, it's like you can figure yourself out as much as you can, but seriously, when you get in a relationship, yeah, it's a whole other, it's a whole other battlefield because yeah. you're figuring out. Well, that's that mirror that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. It, it goes back. It's like, oh, oh, I didn't know I dealt with that. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I, I didn't know I was doing that because this person comes from a completely different background and is like, why the heck, why do you do that? Yeah. And then you're like, what do you mean? You didn't just see what you just did. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, and it, then that's that conversation that's like, wait, this is, is this unhealthy or is this annoying or is it, what is, you know, yeah. ha- trying to navigate that. So I can imagine yeah. how that can be difficult for some of those people, you know, and that happened for me or t- to me as well. It's like, I didn't know how to, you know, express m- my feelings, you know, mm-hmm. vo- because I never did that with any, yeah. any woman because it was, ne- that's never the relationship I had. So when you're like, how do you feel? What's on your mind? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? How do I feel? Like, what? what how do is I there feel? To... I think it's a good day. Yeah, I, yeah. I would always be like, no. How do you day. feel? I'm like, do you feel happy? Yeah. So that and that was like a huge thing for me personally was like getting in touch with that um, side of myself because I I and I I think even now I'm still working on that and being in relationship with you it's 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 brought that mirror out of like, Oh, whoa, I'm, I'm really not that vulnerable naturally, or I'm really not that emotional naturally. And that's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. That's not, but oh, being aware of it and, and knowing when the time to be vulnerable is and the time to be emotional is, um, or at least just respecting if your spouse is more emotional or not. Yeah. It's like, um, that's, I feel like that's what we're currently learning because yeah. I'm for emotions. We're on the complete opposite spectrum. <laughs> Yes. I cry at everything. And I cry at nothing. I haven't cried since nineteen eighty two. I cried. I I cry. Yeah. I yeah. cry. But when I but when I cry I cry. <laughs> Sorry, I cry, right? I cry. <laughs> but when I when I cry it's like it's Yeah, me. when I cry, yeah. I cry, cry. Cause it's, it's like, a, I, it's it's like your up. heart yeah. is like Because there's moments where I feel like this this pisses me off yeah. or this is frustrating. But for some reason like there's something that doesn't get me to over the edge. I'm just mm-hmm. like, No, it's fine. Like even like yesterday, we were you know cleaning our house and some girl stole some <laughs> pair of sh- shoes outside our house and it's like yeah. we were literally left left them out for five minutes and like we were mopping our floor. Yeah, and and so my shoes got stolen and like they were the ones that Hayden got me for a present and like she was super emotional and crying about it and I was like, babe, it's okay, it's okay. Like they're just shoes. We can get we can get new ones. It's okay. And she like the sentimental value, the, <laughs> like her intentions going into yeah. it. And, like, what she was thinking when she bought them, like, oh, he's really going to love these. And the fact that someone selfishly took them, like, just destroyed you. And I'm like, no, it's it's not that deep. It's okay. They can be replaced. But for you, it's completely different. Yeah. For you, it's a deeper thing than that. And I needed to recognize, like, okay, this is something, like, this is, a, this is personal for her. And this is, like, a personal attack to her. And that mm-hmm. makes her emotional. So yeah. I need to be the one to comfort her in that moment and be like, I know this is hard. I'm sorry. Like, that sucks. Yeah. You know, so. But it, it is really interesting. I would say the first, mm, probably year, but definitely the first six months for us was a lot of, it felt like we were sorting through boxes. It for was sure. like, okay, was this childhood trauma? Cool. Put it in that box. Mm-hmm. Was this from just relationship everything. trauma? Yeah. Cool. Put it in that box and not putting it in the box to seal it and never look at it, but yeah. just being able to identify, identify if I'm reacting okay, partner, help me. Let's heal through this together. Let's talk about it. Um, And that was a really, it it was hard. It's definitely difficult. And they are right, you know, whenever you have encounters with anyone, 
in a relationship in your past, it does affect you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely, you know, not too far gone, but it does affect you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, being, uh, knowing, like, there's some people that if you work toward problems together, like, I have this problem, you have a problem. We need to fix it together. I have, you know, um, abuse problems. I have substance abuse problems. Okay, so we're trying to navigate these problems together. How do we do that? To, like how do we do that to like it doesn't have we don't have to be perfect but we can work toward mm-hmm. uh healing together and i think sometimes like oh they don't check that box off so i'm not going to pursue them it's like well you guys can we're all broken it's it's fine mm-hmm. like but the the non-negotiables make sure those are there but the other the deeper stuff that are going to be coming up when you're in relationship that's not like an excuse to dip out because it's it's oh i didn't know that this person dealt with that it's like okay but that's not the end of the world yeah. because you guys can are they what are, what are they at their core yeah are, are they wanting to be honest mm-hmm. are they wanting to have a heart that's searched mm-hmm. and are they willing to be humble yeah and, that um, shows a lot. and are you willing to bring it up in a loving manner yeah and you know if you bring it up in a loving manner that's the first step yeah and if they receive that and if they they admit, yeah, you know, I need help. You can call in reinforcements, mm-hmm. bring in your friends, have prayer, yeah. be able to work through that. Um, but again, you you have to go into it with a clear mind, a clear actual put on your glasses so you can see yeah. it fully of um, what's going on. Because it really, it's, relationships are complicated, but they're actually very simple yeah. at the same time. Yeah, um, They're difficult in the sense that when emotions get into it and that that makes it hard and it kind of makes things blurred and you can be really easy to let things fly under the radar but that's why we have our friends around us to be able to bring us the truth yeah um yeah because i mean you'll you can you'll know um the if your your significant other is desiring to change or desiring to be better if if the conversation has to be brought up and you bring it up every time and the the response is the same then you'll you you see that they're not taking it as seriously as you are yeah or it's not as important to them as, as it is for you but if they valued you and cared about you and understood like no we're on this journey to get better together and they're actively like neglecting that then mm-hmm. that's that's an that's a second that's another yeah. thing but if you're saying hey we want to work we want to grow together and yeah we have problems and this is a serious problem, but he's saying, you know, this is a serious problem. I want to figure yeah. it out too. That's 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 the best scenario okay. because then you actually have someone to hold you accountable, someone that loves you and is not going to condemn you and say, hey, this is a problem, but I'm not going to just leave because this is a problem. I want to help you and be here for you, encourage you, and that's that shows a lot. Mm. And I think too, there's a difference between having to bring it up a few times. Um, and the person just ignoring it because there was some things that I had to bring up to you a few times. It didn't mean that it wasn't severe to you, but it just each well, time it allowed us to find a different way to approach it. Mm, and yeah, to, that's, good, that's good. So or um, just my mind doesn't work the way yours does. And then yeah. I'm like and you're like, no, this is why this is important. I'm like, oh, exactly. Because okay, that that's where you're learning communication, because mm-hmm. there's some some things that we talked about where he was like, yeah, that's serious. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Can you work on it? And he's like, yeah, cool. Deuces. Um, and then, you know, bringing it up the second time, um, I'm like, hey, again, this is really serious. I don't feel like you're trying. And he could say, um, you know, there's times where he'd be like, I am trying, but I'd say, hey, can you try it in this way? And there'd be times, too, that we would kind of figure out a game plan of 
bring someone into it, like a mentor, um, or just seeking the Lord in it. And I think that that was the sign that it doesn't matter if you have to bring it up because mm-hmm. that's called patience on your partner. Yeah, that's called totally. grace. And I'm sorry, that's going to be the rest of your life. Yeah, 100%. Um, but th- what are the signs? Are they still staying in their place or are they trying to work with yeah, you? That's, yeah, um, that's really good. Are actually. they just being passive against you? Like, sure, I'll fix it. Um, Whatever it is, I'll do it next time. Yeah. <laughs> Better next time. <laughs> um, or is it actually like, okay, that didn't work. I love you. This sucks. I don't really want to grow in it, but I want to do it for you and with yeah. you. So um, I'm going to ask someone else too to help yeah. to mentor me or. You that's know. the thing though is like the more you accommodate one another, the better your relationship will be. You know, it's not like you have to do it my way. It's like, or uh, you have to do it this way. No, we can find our like a way that works for me and a way that works mm-hmm. for you. And like the more we're willing to accommodate one another and say, okay, I know you operate. I don't even feel like it's a comedy. I feel like serve. Because I feel yeah. like there's there's something that you have to let go, either yeah. and you, pride yeah. of being right mm-hmm. or to be able to serve that person and to love mm-hmm. that person and be able to say, because there was a lot of things for me that I was just like, hi, let me smack you across the face. <laughs> like, this is just stop doing it. Yeah. Just stop doing it. Um, But kind of as I had to keep reminding you about it. Um, and kind of what I just said, how it allows you to actually grow together with communication. It also helps us figure out, oh, that's actually a deeper root. Yeah. Or like, oh, this is something that you've dealt with your whole life and now I'm trying to change it and me saying stop is not going to be that easy. It's not, it's not even just this person is stubborn. It's the fact that it's a deep seated thing that they do need to seek counsel on. Mm -hmm. And you're bringing Um, two people together that have vastly different lifestyles or backgrounds and you're bringing them together. Yeah. And I mean, in, in a, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship or a, you know, husband, wife relationship. And, you know, that's the, the more you're willing to, like you said, accommodate or serve one another, the closer you are to allowing your lives to mesh together, you know? And I think that's the whole purpose of dating. It's like, it is like the yin yang. Yeah. And that's why it was scary for me to like actually be serious about some of the relationships because I didn't, I wasn't willing to let go of my own like what how I live my life this is how I live my life you don't like it all right peace yeah. you know what I'm saying but then when I matured enough and I was like no it's actually good that I take uh take advice from people that have a vastly different lifestyle mm-hmm. different perspective yeah because and then as I did that yeah it was difficult and it was hard it was like frustrating and I needed to constantly check myself but the more that I did that I recognized oh wow this actually I like walking into my home and it being pristinely clean because you grew up cleaning <laughs> i didn't grow up cleaning that's some that's a challenge for me mm-hmm. but i admire it now because i walk in my house and there's not stuff everywhere i know where everything is in my house i know where my clothes are all of my clothes are clean there's no dirt around the house it's like but for me for you to say you know clean up or stop leaving stuff everywhere it's like okay well that's the, w- the way in which you grew up and the way in which I grew mm-hmm. up is vastly different, you know. And I think the interesting thing, too, is, I mean, I think you and I are both naturally pretty stubborn. Um, yeah, which is not <laughs> so good. No. Um, it's kind of cute, though. You know, we're both <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> nah, um, we're, no, we're it's, it. it's not. But I think at the beginning, you thought, well, this is how I was raised. This was my perspective, so it's not flawed. And that's the exact thing I thought. So I'm like, ugh, I'm going to have to teach this guy all of what the truth is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually a good point. But, but, but that's the pride yeah, thing, yeah. Totally. Yeah, and that's that that is the pride thing, but that you work through that at the beginning mm-hmm. and, you know, 
I feel like there's there's still things that you know I've heard people deal with in marriage of it, it's always going to be going back to well this is how I was raised and this is kind of it, it's like yeah. taking it's like you sever from your parents mm-hmm. before you start dating and then you're like living on your own two sides and then you decide to come back together so you have to fuse back together to someone mm-hmm. and it's like throwing out what is beneficial or what you don't think is beneficial yeah. um and now so. but and then in your um in your relationship or your marriage relationship it, it becomes about you two it's not well this yeah. is my family well this is my family it's no this is us now like yeah. so what are we going to it's do not together your family my family let's exactly. coexist no yeah. that's actually what is what are we yeah because there's good things from my family there's good things from your family mm-hmm. okay and there's bad things from your family and there's bad things from my family so how can we take the good from mine and the good from yours and put it together you know mm-hmm. and that's the that's the challenge of trying to communicate that in a relationship it's like you start dating and that's the process you're beginning to go on is how much are we going to mesh together you mm-hmm. know and you are you're young when you you know you're so you're saying well this is my way okay well this is my way and then as you begin to progress and mature it stops becoming my way or your way it becomes okay what works for us mm-hmm. you know and that's like the huge um you know fork in the road that can like lead it to somewhere beneficial or somewhere destructive if you're will- if you're just going to stay like no this is just my way you know yeah. or this is how i've done it it's all, i've always it's always worked like this mm-hmm. okay but you have another person that does it completely different you need to think yeah. about them as well so and again at the core of it is this person willing to mm-hmm. grow with you and be humble yeah yeah and that brings us uh to our next point of how can our listeners uh seek dating wisely whether that's they're about to date they are dating one that's they want to switch it up and be more healthy or they're married and they want to um you know be better in their uh, marriage life what would you what would be some advice that you would give them i would just say um slow it down slow everything down be don't feel pressure from people around you mm-hmm. if they're all dating getting into relationships that's great for them mm-hmm. but where are you at mm, yeah. and be confident that hey yeah everyone else around me are getting in relationships but i'm not there yeah. either just because you haven't met the person or whatever just slow it down and learn to be okay with being with yourself yeah um because i think a lot of times we get super for me at least i was really uncomfortable uncomfortable being by myself because I wanted that fantasy. I wanted that escape because I had just come from, you know, moving out of my house at 18 and it was very, there's the world a, was your oyster. Yeah. And there's a lot I needed to heal through, mm-hmm. but it was really, really great to just have someone that was adventurous and just, you know, had a danger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just say like, slow down. What do you need? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want in a partner? Start embodying that now, learn That's how you good. can That's do that. Really um, and then you can consider dating, but yeah, that's, I think that that's really good. Getting a list of what you want in a spouse and then you becoming that because yeah. there's, there's definitely going to be a person out there that has requirements for you and they're not going to consider you if you don't have the, if you're not embodying their requirements. And I think, you know, it's not, and it's not to be like, we have to be perfect. And we to have be to have our yeah. Excel spreadsheet, there's, but, if but like I'm like, it. I, like I, keep saying being in a relationship is like a mirror so there's gonna when you don't have that mirror you can do the best you can to be healthy and you will be at a point where you're like you know what? i think i'm i'm healthy enough and i think i'm strong enough to begin t- to you know 
start dating. And then when you begin to date, a bunch of problems will come up because mm-hmm. they're showing you deeper things. And that's not bad. That's mm-hmm. not that they're better or you're worse or you didn't do the work you needed to do. You'll know when that time's right. And but that's why you need someone on the outside yeah, so that they exactly, can see, yeah. okay, that's just you learning a deeper level of vulnerability or is this person actually causing yeah, these things? Exactly. So like, I guess I would say, you know, if you're, if you're going to, um, begin dating, yeah, definitely know who you are and know what your aim is. If you have an aim, it's a lot easier to hit the target than if you are just kind of wandering. And I was just kind of wandering when I was like pursuing all these other women because, I didn't really know what I want. I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't really taking it seriously. Um, so I was just kind of wandering and I would say definitely have an aim, you know, get an aim together, get, what do you, what do you want? What are your desires? You know, what, is, what, what do you want your family to look like? What do you, how do you want your husband to treat you? Uh, how, what kind of like relationships around you do you want to have and cultivate? Those are huge questions to mm-hmm. ask. So you can begin to start that by yourself and then move forward to incorporating someone in, uh, into your life like that if you already are currently dating and you know you're 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 you know there's something that needs to change or some switch that needs to happen I would just say you know start with with vulnerability you know of saying hey listen like this is how I feel our relationship is at right now and I want to take it to another level because I care for you and this is what I want to establish I want to establish a relationship that's built on uh, vulnerability and trust and um same with the same with married people. I would say that as well. You know, vulnerability is huge, um, especially if you're if you two have communicated the desire to um, to be with each other. You know, mm-hmm. like no, I want to be with you, and I'm I'm pursuing you because I want to marry you. And if you already are married, saying I've already committed to pursuing you, and I'm going to continue that by letting you into my deepest darkest places. And you know, that's that's the beautiful thing is you have someone there to discuss those things with because it's not you're not going to be you can't do it on your own and you want you want someone that's directly next to you and directly connected to you to be able to um, encourage you in that you know and I think that's really important so uh, vulnerability is huge for me and that's something I'm definitely learning um, as I continue you know to be married to you you know vulnerability is huge and I think that opens up a lot of and that just creates intimacy intimacy it's like the after I'm vulnerable and real and like this is how I feel this is what I'm dealing with I'm scared I'm fearful yada 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 it it brings connection it brings Mm. intimacy and I think that's the end goal you know if you guys have intimacy in your relationship then you guys are going to be connected and the relationship is going to be alive and it's going to be real Mm. and I think that's really important yeah I think that's really good yeah I, I will say it's it's cool to see um I mean it's scary points but it's cool to see where both of us when we were reacting on what we wanted and seeking um what we thought was good for our lives the paths that we would have gone down you Mm. know you would have had some psycho baby mamas and i would have had a divorce so (laughs) it's just really interesting just to see you know um when you allow the lord into your life into your dating mm-hmm. um and just to be able to have that relationship to grow and, and to improve yourself the kind of people that he brings in your path is really incredible and you know that could be years or that could be six months um mm-hmm. but just willing to say that you know because when it's right you'll know because like the yeah. minute i saw you i was like 
this there's something yeah, different. It, it feels different especially if anyone has dated before when you like when you meet your spouse it, it feels different yeah 100 um, i vouch for that and <laughs> and you know some people aren't feelings based i mean you're not feelings based but you, you did feel that but if it, for, well that's that's funny that you said it. it was more for me it was more like of a knowledge like i just know uh, okay you know, there we like, go you know what i'm saying i didn't he feel thought it, it you yeah. guys so she probably you know you pr- yeah you were like oh i feel something different but i was but like it, i yeah. just know there's some, there's like a knowledge in me that just knows yeah. something is different and it, and it wasn't even like a feeling of like oh shoot i'm getting my fantasy mode again yeah. it was it was almost like a comforting feeling like um, oh i must be ready yeah, and like it, there's and, and there's something here, and it, yeah. it it just felt heavenly. Like yeah. it felt like this was actually ordained by God, mm-hmm. and it kind of felt you know surreal too. Yeah, where you know I I don't believe in all like the butterflies and like oh my gosh, you know for some people that's a thing. That's not always for everyone, but yeah. it was more so this this is the type of guy that I had been praying for, or this is the kind of guy that I was like. Yeah, I'll probably never have someone like that. Um, and I just think it's really crazy and cool that yeah. that happened and Absolutely. tied him down forever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, I'm that's that's really encouraging. Starts nervous laughing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but yeah, that's yeah. I, I think that's a really encouraging conversation. Um, something that we found really important too. Um, besides having a mentor in our lives that we could talk to about these things honestly. Uh, we talk about Pastor Michael Todd a lot. We join in with Transformation Church every week online, so we feel like we're a part of the church. But um, a series that really, really helped us was the Relationship Goals series. Series. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Relationship Goals series. Yes. Um, I think that that is such a benefit for people who – you know, all Any throughout dating and yeah. even in, in marriage too. Yeah, it's, sure. it's such, he really breaks it down. And, um, it had us asking questions very honestly yeah. about one another. And you need that, you yeah. need that kind of honesty and, um, truth bomb. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, that, that was, a <laughs> what is going on? With it? <laughs> it's like, like the end of the, <laughs> That was a really encouraging um, message he for sure. Needs some mail. And um, yeah, I would really encourage you to check it out. Uh, you can just go on YouTube, type in re- relationship goals um, on YouTube, and yeah, I we're, think we're just yeah, we just like quickly faded. Um, but yeah, gone. if you guys have questions, go ahead and DM us. Um, you know, if or if you have a testimony, let us know. Um, but definitely, if you have people in your life that you feel like this, you know, they'd benefit from it, go ahead and send it over. Yeah. So this has been uh, Meet the Robs podcast. We thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this podcast. If you liked it, go ahead and share it with a friend if you think they like it too. And as always, follow us on Instagram at oh hey Hayden and J underscore Rob to get information as to when the next podcast will drop. We'll see you next time.